Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2024 All Beef Special of Knife Talk. We are the Knife Talk podcast with myself, Craig Lockett of Chop Knives, Jeff Fader of Fader Knives. Now, Moreko Mamasi of uh, Mamasi Fire Arts is normally with us, uh, but he can't make today, I'm afraid. Um, so you're just left with us two, just me and Jeff. If you've never heard the All Beef Review before, you may be thinking, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, it's a strange show that we do every year, and I think this is What's Jeff, our fifth or sixth this year? This is the sixth one. I just checked. You're right. It's the sixth, sixth all beef year. review. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we get a lot of people moaning at us all year, moans and gripes and beefs. So we put them into a special where you can get you can vent, get all the vents out, start the start the year afresh. That's the idea. That's it. This is our sixth year of doing that, which which is just madness, <laughs> absolute madness. That's the best part about this. I remember <laughs> I started to think about when this came about, and it, when you started Knife Talk, yeah. it was just you, and then you had Mareko and I come on in about September of that year, whatever six years ago or whatever it was, mm. and I don't know what happened. We would did it, we would do these different segments, and one would be um, the beef of the week, and we would do our beefs. Yes, then, things that was grinding our gears that yeah. week. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right, and then and then I was just like, you know what? We should let the listeners send in their beefs, and we'll call it the all beef review. Oh my god, the floodgates! <laughs> we, I mean, the floodgates... our demographic is miserable. Fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny stuff. It's not like real bad beefs. It's like you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't like the way that this woman parked her car. You know, it's like this <laughs> bullshit. You know, which is so every year at the end of the year we would do the all beef review. And I remember at one point I said to you, Craig, you know, we could do this every six months. We have so much fucking beef, <laughs> and you're like, no, I can't. We only do it once a year. So this is the at the end of the year, the beginning of the year. You, this is the, the listeners' time to you know throw themselves around a little bit, and we'll read it. Yeah, yeah. So all so. these beefs have come from our listeners, and they've DM'd us at Knife Talk Podcast on Instagram. Uh. Um, Jeff has been gathering them up over the last couple of months. We've got a bunch. Um, should we just head in? Yeah, if you want, we'll head in, and we can put in our own beefs, and you know. Let's do it. Let, let, let's a quick catch up. New Year. What did you do? New Year. Oh, dude. I, I tell you what. I, I think I, I, I had a great time. My daughter's in town, so we had a really good time. We also had my neighbor over who just is a, is a very new widow, is a new widower. He, his wife passed away. So we had a great time with him. He, we just fed him a ton of food and had a lot of drinks and, and made a lot of, and you know, just, it was really kind of what Christmas to me is all about is to kind of like, you know, be together and, you know, just have mm-hmm. a good time. And that was really great. And then we went to, uh, I have a funny story, but not for today, but, uh, in regards to a, like kind of a Larry David situation I got into, we'll, we'll pass on. And then, you know, funny enough, we were talking about what we want to buy in the new year. And I was talking about laser lasers for a while, you know, thinking, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I should invest in a laser. 
And after really thinking about it, I just kind of looked at everything and I was just like, you know what I got to do? My my sister gave me uh, a loan years ago, a long time ago, basically a forgivable loan. It was a loan that was just like, you know, it was a few grand and it was to help me start this thing off. And she was just like, you don't need to pay pay it back. I appreciate, you know, she was just being supportive and never broke my balls about it, never said a word about it. If I'd never paid her back, she wouldn't have cared. I decided to pay her back. So I just... You know, instead of buying this new piece of equipment, it was more than a few grand, by the way. And it, I, I paid her back. And I sent, I just, and I didn't tell her. I just sent her a check and I wrote her this note saying, You've always supported me and I appreciate what you did. And I, I just want you to know that, you know, and you, she never kicked my ass about this blow, never, you know, not, not a word. And I was like, I really want you to know how much I appreciate you. And I paid her back. Nice. It was like a really wild feeling, really wild feeling. So. Very nice. And you saved money because you didn't buy a laser. That would have cost more. So well, you know, it's You've like, got a good heart and you saved well, money. Well, it's not that. I mean, it's not the good heart thing. It's the right thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. the funny thing is, is we talk about taking money up front, you know, to, as a customer. Custom, mm. And you have to... I was. I had Aaron Goff on last week on, on, um, on Full Blast, and he was talking about when he takes custom orders or pre-sales, he sees it as a loan, and you just got to pay it back. So it was like, it was a really kind of a nice thing. It could have been, you know, doing the glitz and the glam and got the new equipment and new laser and stuff like that. But I took care of, I took care of somebody I needed to take care of. And, nice. I felt and what, what was her reaction? I have no idea. She got it yet. Ah, it's right. Just, okay. It was in the mail with the, with the, po- the postal service isn't really even, you know, so bonkers now that, I mean, I sent it, I put it in the mail on Friday and then, you know, it's Thursday and she hadn't got it yet. So. Yeah, oh, wow. Okay. Well, see, she might kick I my see, ass, frankly. She might be did I see that you've me. got all your orders out as well? Oh, that was Completely the other thing. Completely cleared out. I'll tell you what f- f- kind of freaked me out. I really, I spent the week between Christmas and New Year in the shop, and I got every, I got the, the order board clear. Completely clear. And I thought, this is a, this, I'm not uh, superstitious, but I do like uh, these good omens and good whatever. Maybe I am superstitious. I felt like, I felt this like, emptiness in my stomach because it was like <laughs> everything was gone and i was just like i wanted continuation i didn't want there to be a stopping and a starting i wanted continuation yeah. so it was uh kind of bittersweet but we're uh we're we're, we're fighting on all gears today so good it's all good good how good was your stuff. christmas and new year's we haven't spoken since christmas have we no no, no. before um, christmas we did the last episode right before christmas before christmas yeah so we had a nightmare journey over to we went to the uk for christmas right um, we had a nightmare journey where we were stuck basically at the at the borders there oh. for four hours at like three in the morning. Three children. With three kids in the back, oh. farting and like lots of cheese we'd taken over. You can imagine the smell of this, oh, this car. God. It was disgusting. Diapers. Yeah, and we had, we had to leave the engine running because of the heat. It was freezing cold. It was, all right. it was just like, oh, man. Anyway, we got there, and it was like a mammoth. I think it was like a 19, 20-hour journey. It was oh, crazy. God. Crazy. Anyway, we got there. We had a great Christmas, actually. It was really nice um, seeing family, friends, and all the rest of it. Um, we came back then for New Year. Uh, thankfully, the journey back was a lot easier. Um, we, we actually took the ferry on the way back. Oh, nice. Um, so normally we get the... The train, which sort of goes under the sea, and right. the, you know, it's, it's quite nice. Um, it's fast, uh, but we got the ferry, and um, 
we hadn't realised we'd never taken the twins on the on the ferry before. And so there's a little, you know, there's a little kids area they can play, soft play, and all the rest of it. And uh, Daisy just looked at me, and she looked green. <laughs> and all of a sudden, bleh, oh no, she was just sick everywhere. I did the wrong thing of trying to put something over. I had like a napkin with me because we were like in a little restaurant area. Um, I put it over a mouth, but that just made it spray everywhere. <laughs> so you you see all the other parents just sort of picking up their kids like, let's just leave these to it. You know, yeah. oh, it was just a mess. Oh, um, so, so there was that on the journey, but that was the only incident, thankfully. And um, yeah, we had a very quiet, very quiet New Year. So um, my wife and I are normally asleep by midnight, um, right. but we were determined, like, you know, the kids are in bed, we're going to sit up, we're going to watch a film or something, we're going to do something together and be up for midnight. And it comes come sort of 10 to minute, we're both flagging, we're both just like, oh, gee, oh, geez. We managed to make it to midnight, and I think we were in bed by like two minutes past. Um, just really chill, really, really chill. Um, yeah, it was. It's, it's really nice Christmas and New Year, I've, I've got to admit. Um yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it is. It's a nice time of year. Now that I'm getting older and you're getting older, it is nice to have kids and kind of like, you know, spend time with as a family. It's. It's. I, I yeah. really appreciate it. it was, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Any beefs? Um, any beefs before we can kind of turn this into a beefs of my own? Right. Okay. Okay. I noticed something. Go ahead. When, so being back in well, the last few weeks, I've been in London and Cardiff quite a fair bit, and there. Very different to where I live here. We're very rural, and you know those are big sort of European cities, I suppose. Um, a beef is these massive fucking water bottles that everybody is carrying. They're yeah. like they're like three gallon water bottles, and you know most of these people carry. They're not drinking water. They're probably full of I don't know ice cream smoothies. I'm sure because most of them are fat birds, and they're carrying <laughs> these massive water bottles. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? When did people just dis- become camels when do they need to carry the mass amounts of water with them it's yeah it's crazy you know those big yeti ones that everybody has oh yeah yeah it's, there's it's a like, big trend now with uh that the women are carrying around these stanley is like the is like the lunchbox and stanley yes. makes and there are these stanley cups and people are apparently it's like the new trendy thing to have it's just bizarre it's just like you know, maybe you need like a DeWalt drill on your side or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's very, fuck? very weird. But yeah, but carrying these massive, right. massive things of water. That's my beef. I mean, come on, people. Behave. 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 I have yeah. I have a beef towards a person, but I, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Do but... it. Do it. So I've been very helpful to a friend of mine who is in business. And they, uh, anytime they need help, I send it to I. I take care. I do it. I know that they need help, and, and and they usually don't ask me in the nicest ways. They they'll usually text me saying, "I need you to do something for me." You know, it's not like you know, Would and you I always please? do it and stuff like that. So yeah. I went to a party, and just to be vague, my friend, our, my friend, you remember Nico Tavernese, he's set photographer to the stars. Yes, yes. He yes. was there. A few other people were there, and uh, we had what's called a I guess it's called a Yankee swap or something like that. So every guest brings a gift, and then you pick a number out of a hat and one picks somebody picks the number and then that's their turn to, to pick a, one of the oh, okay. presents. Okay. So yeah. you pick one of the presents. And one of the things is the next person has the ability to steal it from you. Right. Uh. We're all adults here. We're all adults here. So I happened to have Hillary had number one. I had number two, which sucks. Cause there's like 20 people like you, you're, you're going to get, you're going to get whatever it's going to take. Yeah. Yeah. So I pick it up and I open it up and it's a photograph from Nico from 
the set of an incredible movie. This is a photograph he took and he had mounted, and it's like amazing. You know, there was a cap on what you're supposed to spend and stuff like that, but I mean, you know, these some of these people go a little crazy. So it was like a once in a lifetime photograph of a set he was on. It was amazing. And you say the every, film? And Nico's my friend. I got lucky. I didn't know it was his. And I was like, oh my god! Everyone's like looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. And we're all of a certain age where we're not taking. You know, look, it's a big. What's the big deal and stuff like that. So all of a sudden, my friend who asks me for things all the time <laughs> comes over and kind of, oh, can I see that photograph? And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And then she, they put their, their she, she, okay, she, okay, but, but narrowing they, it down, okay. They put their, they put their glasses down over their nose like they were going to the antique road show to like, to, <laughs> to, to like inspect the photograph. And I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? He's like, well, you know. I think I'm going to take this from you when it's my turn. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? And they're like, well, that, she goes, that's, that's the game. And I was like, well, yeah, but I mean, and then as the game goes on, she, she's like the last person to be on there and no one's uh, taking anybody's gift, really. Yeah. And it's like, so she was waltzes over and just takes it. I'm going to take it from you. And I was so, like, so you and, and I could tell that they were mad at me. I could tell that they knew that I was irritated. Like, yeah, I'm Larry yeah. David in real life. Like, I was just like, all I can think of is, how many times this motherfucker asked me to do something and I don't give him a bill and they don't, and then they mm. don't, you know, then, and then they're kind of nice about it. They're not really that nice about it. And it's just fine. They're my friend and I do it, but it's just like, you can't, yeah. you can't let me have this one. You gotta, and then all night long, she's getting drunker and drunker, just telling me like, telling me how, I just, it was, I was so irritated. And I guess I said to her, next time you ask me to drill a hole, we'll see what happens. You know, or, <laughs> or you're going to know what the price is. You're going to, yeah. that's what it was like. I guess we're going to know what the price is the next time you ask me for something. So that was, I was like torn up for a couple of days. I was just like, I can't believe that. I can't believe she did that to me. I was the like, cheek, I'm pissed. The cheek of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck. So, so you had to have her gift then, I assume. No, I didn't have the choice. I ended up, gra- I didn't want to, I grabbed the last, I got their last gift, which turned out to be a nice bottle of vodka. So I took it and I was like, fuck nice, it. I'll take nice. the vodka. Don't and worry what did that. you take? I took, uh, what did I bring? Yes. I brought a, uh, a, a, a quart container of this uh, Cajun seasoning that I like very much. It's nice. kind of not easy to get. Yeah, so yeah. what the fuck? Who cares? It's honestly, I was like so torqued up about it. My lawyer's just like, "Are you gonna be okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, but it's just the principle of it all, you know." I mean, it's just like if nobody's swapping, you don't, you don't. I be mean, the one Jesus Christ, you yeah. know, you fucking give me a break. Let's let's go to the. And I was I wanted to say to her, like, why don't you do long game on this? What's the long game? Why don't you let me have it and be happy, or ask me for something <laughs> down the line and see how happy I am? Play yeah. the long game. Whatever. <laughs> Let's do the all beef review. Okay. I've got another one then. Go Back ahead. Fucking dry robes. What are dry robes? Dry rubs? Do you, robe. Do you not know dry robes? I know what a dry rub is. I don't know what a dry, ro- <laughs> dry no, I robe would, is. I mean, a dry rub, I wouldn't. <laughs> dry rub is what you put that. on your meat. <laughs> a dry <laughs> When you're dry- smoking your meat, you put on the dry rub. You don't know about that when you're making a little roasty poo. You put a little put on the old dry rub. Or dry rub. obviously, you're in a situation where you know lube won't do. It's the dry rub, I guess. <laughs> well, dry robes. I, mean, I would have thought they were they were everywhere. Um, they were everywhere in the UK when I went. It was just like, what are people doing? So they are like wild swimming's a big thing now. People go, you know, swimming in rivers and all the rest of it. Right. And you get these dry robes. They're like 
they're like sleeping bags that you wear, but they're like toweling on the inside. So if you're cold, you can put them on, they'll dry you and they'll keep you warm and that okay. kind of thing. They're like temporary. You what you put them on at the beach to get home or when you're wet and things like that. Okay. But I mean I, I mean, this sounds as if I'm I'm shaming fat birds again. But they're generally <laughs> fat birds that you see shopping in them, just like walking around in these things. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're all the same. They all they've all got the, the, like the same makeup, the same haircut. They all it's the same person. You oh, just I see, see millions, these dry robes. millions of them everywhere, and they're all wearing these bloody dry robes. I see them. They've never they've never been swimming in their life. Half these, it's yeah. It it's, looks like a. It kind of looks like a. I see. I see. I see. It's like a. It's almost like a long like parka almost. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But they're, I mean, they're temporary wear. You wear them when you come out with water and you dry yourself off. And, you know, <laughs> so people warm. are crabbing around in them. People are just walking around. They're going shopping. They're doing their, you know, going about their day. They wake up in the morning, put one on, go out for the day. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, so you that, know, that's a big beef of mine at the moment. There's a lot of people who've been walking around in slippers and like not just sandals, but but like home slippers with the fur on them that like that you would uh, wear inside. Yeah. I see people wearing outdoor slippers outside all the time oh geez. it's fucking weird maybe we yeah. should get in everybody else's beefs yeah but, well actually talk <laughs> while you're talking about slippers okay oh, yeah. i've invented something the slip Uh-oh. and slide it's called go right? ahead so th- this studio here i'm recording in is it's in a barn next to the house and we've had lots and lots of bad weather and there's like mud coming across um but i've been wearing slippers lately and you know i'm a man of a certain age and yeah. i find them comfortable yeah but why not and I'm like, but I can't wear my slippers out into the studio because they'll get full of mud. And, right. You know, they've got soft bottoms to them. So I've also got a pair of sliders, right? So I can put my slippers into the sliders so I get a hard bottom, but I'm still feeling the warmth of a slipper. So I call them the slip and slide. Look at and you. It's a, it's a game changer. The slipper inside a slider. The game slipper changer. inside a slider. I think that's what they do in uh, the Netherlands. That's what their like wooden shoes really? are for. Isn't that that wooden shoes are for? It's like it, Look at you, the slip and slider. Slip and Nothing slides. like that hard bottom, is there? Nothing like a hard bottom. <laughs> yeah. No, and a and a and a soft, fluffy interior. Hey, baby. Speaking <laughs> of which, this podcast is sponsored by Even Heat, the manufacturer of the <laughs> finest heat treat ovens in the, there is. Period. Go to evenheat-kiln.com and find out what's hard on the outside and warm on the inside. Your Even Heat oven. And they'll make it hard. That's the job. And they'll make it hard, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Hard on the outside, warm on the inside. They'll make it hard. There you go. Exactly. Congratulations. Exactly. <laughs> okay, beefs. Let's do some of our. I was going to say customer beefs. Then they're not customer beefs. They are listener beefs. Do you want to take the first one? Yes, and you're going to have to help. So, if guys, if you want to internet, uh, if you want to internet, if you want to interact with the podcast, go to Knife Talk Podcast on Instagram. You can DM us questions, feedback, or beefs. You know, usually we'll we'll, we'll do a call to action when we need something. So this first beef of the 2024 sixth annual All Beef Review comes from Speedster Stoves. And he goes, because of your lack of the appropriate road furniture, Americans won't get this beef, unfortunately. But here, here we go anyway. People who pull on to roundabouts, bollocks, foot, brain, fuckwits, every last one of them. What the <laughs> fuck does this mean? You don't have roundabouts. I mean, it's kind of, sort of. 
So when you've got a lot of junctions coming together, right? What do, what do you have? How do you know who goes first? Oh, I yeah. oh, like a circle, like a traffic circle. I, that yeah, I understand. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those are those can be kind of. I don't realize in the UK how abundant they are. They're everywhere. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're simple. You give way to your left or your right, whichever country you're in, and it's simple, and they should keep flowing. But yeah, you will get a fuckwit who will like stop on the roundabout to flash somebody, to call somebody on, and so it's just like breaking the system. Or as he said, people who just pull out in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, you know what, it, what is shockingly amazing? How few, how, I mean, and there are a lot of traffic accidents and there are a lot of people who die in traffic mm. accidents. This is terrible. It is amazing how fewer there are than there should be. <laughs> Um, human you're, right, beings. you're right actually yes yeah i, I mean, know what you mean let's face yeah. it guys some i when i'm on the highway and then there's like a double yellow line so there's i'm on one side there's another guy on the other side and there's nothing in between the two of us yeah yeah. and i'm passing this guy and that guy hundreds and thun i'm passing hundreds and hundreds of people and i'm thinking to myself we all should be dead because I don't, I don't necessarily know if I trust yeah, yeah. the guy next to me and we, we're alive. So it the is the amount of people I see on phones in cars oh, yeah. whilst they're driving and you, you pull up and you see them. You just think, and you're right. You can be doing 130 kilometers an hour, like two foot away from another car it in the is, opposite direction, doing the same thing. We're, it is madness. We're, madness. we're very fortunate that there is this social, uh, there's there's a degree of some sort of society and some sort of civilization that that allows us to say let's not just kill each other on the roads because yeah. yeah. it's like it is shocking so we're all driving like mass weapons oh yeah. my god yeah. it's crazy all right yeah. so give us scotty dies art scotty dies art he says okay all beef my beef is is all to is is about my f- five of my sons when they were about two years old. They all randomly dropped my ass in Costco with an unexpected flick of the foot. That, that is at the same height as the bottom of my beanbag. <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite sure what he's going here. His balls. Everyone... He's getting kicked in the balls. Oh, the right. kids are kicking him in the ball. <laughs> when, you put the, when you put the kid in the, in the stroller, they're, when they're facing you, uh, the, the shopping cart... Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I guess he's got some long ass balls. The kids have got so long my feet beef too. is all five of my sons when they were about two years old. Yeah. So this is this happened multiple times. So she's got she's got five kids that are two years old. I think oh, the no. funny thing, and then he ends up writing uh, every one of those cute little turds got me when it was most vulnerable. My wife laughed her, laughed her ass off every time. Every single so it's happened multiple. This is like a family tradition. They take their dad to Costco. When they're two years old, this is like a right. ceremony. You're two years old now. Let's take them to Costco and kick me in the nuts. <laughs> <It> would be, <laughs> the funny vision would be like all five of them standing around taking turns, just fucking giving them <laughs> yeah. a kick in the balls. Scotty. I'm Brilliant. We've talked yeah. about this. I think that you and Mareko b- both had problems. Your kids are kicking you in the nuts. Oh, complete. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the worst, yeah. No. Elbows kick in, it's all, yeah, always yeah, happening. those lovely children. Yeah, it yeah. is amazing how, uh, it is, what is more amazing is how a softer kind of graze of the nuts is almost more <laughs> oh, impactful. Oh, yeah. It's more impactful than a full yes. blast, you know, kick in the scrot. It is. A graze I mean, as he mentions, like... as he mentions, a flick of the foot <laughs> at the same height at the bottom of my beanbag. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> A graze or a flick is like <laughs> probably worse than a f- just a straight kick. I would imagine. I, I'd say so. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, a big hoof in the nuts is, yeah, a flick would be worse. I yeah. was at the same party that I was having that. It, it wasn't a big thing. And a friend of mine was, I don't know what the fuck the conversation was, is, and um, this friend of mine's wife turns to me and Hillary and some other wives and says, how do you guys walk around with those testicles? I'm sure it's hard. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, you kind of figured out. And she's like, I was just, when you're walking around, I can't imagine you're not just like crushing them <laughs> every time your like, legs touch. I was like, well, for some reason it doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But I mean, did you ever see that video of that guy who's on the dais and he's sitting down, he crosses his legs and he just like shoots his head up in the air because he accidentally crushed his nuts in the sit? <laughs> Have you seen that picture? I haven't seen it. The no, video but, is unbelievable. Yeah. It's this older guy. He's sitting down on the dais of like about to give a presentation. He crosses his legs and then he shoots his head up in the air like a, a wolf <laughs> howling at the mood because he just fucking crushed his balls. <laughs> We've all done it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's always funny. <laughs> Scott Fernandez says, hey, my beef are, is with chatterpillars. Chatterpillars, chatterpillars are assholes that park themselves directly in front of your table at a show and proceed to ramble about the least interesting shit on the planet while blocking the potential customers from approaching. Chatterpillars. <laughs> chatterpillars. I like it. I like it. Totally. Yeah. Some people just want to relate. And it's like, it, 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 even how nice they are, it's how do you get rid of them politely? Mm. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're in the worst part would be, I would imagine, if you're standing there doing a business and this person is just parked there and you just have to turn them and say, sorry, excuse me, I, I have to, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. And yeah. they stand th- there. Some people are just not like socially aware of what's going on around them, are they? They're just. Well. They're in their own little world, their own little bubble, and got a clue what's happening. Uh, listeners, <laughs> we're talking about yeah. you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I say some people, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. really yeah. all needed some. We all need a little bit of help. Um, maybe, maybe. Okay, the next one is from JVB Knives Canada, and we'll come to that just after this. Combat Abrasives makes the world's best abrasive belts for knife makers. Available in any size at unbelievable prices. Go take a look at CombatAbrasives.com and get 15% off with promo code KNIFETALK15. Do it now. 15% off. Do it now. Okay, JVB Knives Canada has says, I've got huge beef with the scammers who flood my comment section with the links to their shitty knife pages. They're the dregs of society, human fecal matter, <laughs> creating scumbags. I just, what's it? I just can't keep up with the banning. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I barely use Instagram now, to be honest with you. But um, it got to a point, yeah, where the comments... It's weird how people would comment on, on like, work of yours with links to their stuff. You know, it's just like, who's, gonna, who's then going to go and look at that? You know, it's weird. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, it's not surprising. When I took my kid to Chinatown uh, over the break, there I was walking down the street, and there were these five guys all selling these knockoff Apple... Uh, Earpods, AirPods. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And they're all, every, all fucking five of them. Each one of them had two in their hands. iPod, 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 iPod. And you're just like, if I want to get the third guy, the third guy's going to sell me? And I'm <laughs> yeah, just like, exactly. yeah, yeah. they're doing whatever they can. And I turn to my, my kid, I'm just like, these poor people, have, they're doing whatever they can to try to make a dollar. It's just like, yeah, true. It's, true. it's just, yeah. I, they just don't, and they don't care. And it's like, I, I, however, I don't get that anymore. I'm, I'm, I don't get the problems. I don't get any of that stuff. So, JVCB hmm. Knives Canada, we're with you. Um, Ronald Handmade says, I have a beef with my own body. 
I made a decision. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, listen, you know what? You're given what you got. So it's like, I don't know what to tell you. I made the decision uh, this year after doing a class with Jay Nielsen to rejoin the ABS and start working towards getting my JS certification. Just found out I have a full thickness tear in one of the tendons in my shoulder and will probably need surgery. After several months of rehab, which means I won't be able to swing my hammer for probably six months or more. Moral of the story is when your three-year-old jumps out of your arms, when you're getting it, when your three-year-old jumps out of your arms, when you're getting him out of the car, don't try to catch him one-handed. It won't end well. Kids again, see? Oh, look. Yeah, that's the real beef, I Danger guess. to society. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I. I'm fine. I'm finding and seeing and hearing more accidents that are really robbing people of their potential, and it's mm. it's a lot of those things. There's nothing you can do about it. It fucking sucks. Yeah. I had um, years ago before I started the Center for Mental Arts, I had uh, an, my appendix taken out, and what they did was they put my arm in a position when they knocked me out where my scapula in my back was cutting a nerve to my back. So what happened was, is after I woke up, I mean, the weight of my arm was holding this thing down. And I remember it killed the nerve in my, this nerve for years. And then I had what's referred to as a winging scapula. So the scapula is that kind of plate in the back. So when I lifted my arm, you see the scapula, the scapula wouldn't fucking slap back into my back. And it became very painful and it became very hard and I had to go through a lot of rehab, but it sucked because I was just like, I want to work at the Center for Mental Arts, I want to be a blacksmith. Mm -hmm. And it was like not, it was out of everybody's control and um, it sucks, it sucks. It's just figure it out, you got to figure it out. I and mean, you can do it, you can do it, Ronald. That sucks. Dark State Forge, it says, my beef is with people that send me through the multiverse in order to get to their recipe online. Oh. Anyone else annoyed by the endless scrolling before getting to what you're actually there for? Thank goodness for the jump to recipe button, except not really, since by the time the ad loads and the window scrolls, you've got a bulk browser and need to start over. People like can't put the recipe first. Go fuck yourselves, signed Philip McCracken. <laughs> Phil McCracken. I, um, yeah, I mean, traditional sort of publishing is just out the window now, isn't it? Yeah. It's just full of ads, clickier, clickier, and it's just off. Oh, well, that's what these Instagram pages are now doing. They're doing this clickbait that make you go to their bio and then go st from the bio, you have to go to their website. And it's just like, mm -hmm. I fucking stop all those web, all those clickbaity things that, you know, like, who's on Jeffrey Epstein's list? <laughs> go click yeah, on this. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Read the first comment for the full link. Right. Just, oh, but with the recipe yeah. thing too, like now you can find any recipe online and it's awesome. But like, you got. He's right. You you click on the button and then and then and then all of a sudden you got to go down and down and down. And there are ads and there's nutritional information and there's the person's life story. I'm like, where's the fucking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where the fuck? And you got to click to the next. Oh, he's right. Bar dark. Story. So I woke one morning and I fancied chicken, but I didn't buy chicken. I went for beef, and this is what I did with the beef. And it's just like, oh, please, oh, please, just give me, yeah, the, yeah. just put it at the top. I think people would appreciate that. I think so. But yeah, they yeah. want the. I would imagine you know they're they're looking for people to keep clicking, right? They're looking for retention, or why is well, it? The, yeah, they'll they'll get a kickback with the ads, you know. And oh, I see. You know, and then there's you know, retention. The stuff. days of people, you know, spending money and buying a newspaper are out the window. So all these newspapers now that are just publishing stuff online, 
they've got staff and they've got they've got you know you know diminishing staff they get rid of them all the time but they still need to pay them and they're like where's the money coming from well um so, so what you get a lot of the uk papers not now i'm not sure if they do it in the I'm sure they do because the New York Times do. I'm sure, um, and the Washington Post. It's like you, you know, you get like the first two paragraphs of the story, then like just subscribe for right. you know one pound, and you get thirty days free. Right. And all the rest, and it's just like, come on, let me read the story. Well, yeah. that's. I mean, they're also that's you know it's interesting because talking about p- public relations in general is we're still on this. We we've we've not we we've gone through pitch meetings for three different PR companies, and it's like what they're offering is different than what Instagram offers. And they're, tr- they're all trying to figure out ways, and I would think ads are doing the same thing. They're trying to figure ulterior ways of getting you to look. And yeah. all these ad companies yeah. now, they're all trying to like say, all right, yeah, great, Instagram's great, but Instagram can't get you on the you know, t- Today Show you know, or something like that or some TV yeah, yeah. show. Oh, look. I was wondering that when you when you said a couple of weeks ago that you're you're looking to work with you know an outside company now to sort of promote your business model. I was wondering, you know what? Well, it, what can it, they do that that, that well, you can't do yourself? That was part of the thing. That that was part of the thing is when they were when we talked and when they kind of understood what we we're doing and have conversations, they gave us these proposals, and it was like they didn't listen to us at all. So the proposals hmm. were like, so I could tell that some of them were like, we have very specific leads to get you into, you know, hard to get into magazines. That's why I do these fucking articles with Food and Wine and, and, and Savour and uh, they're, you know, they're amazing. Bon Appetit. I've done these amazing, art- they're meaningless. And mm, the only reason yeah. why I do them is because it's about electric knife sharpener or it's about a magnet board or it's about, they want me as an expert, but I'm like, I don't want to say no because this is the only natural organic way to get me in with these writers and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah. it's hard as hell. It's hard as hell to get in, into them. But the question is: is do people read them anyway? So that's the thing. Yeah, that's the beef. Mm. <sighs> Where are we? Hubris are workshop. We? Here's my beef: the trend of eighty grit belt finishes on bevels of EDC or tactical knives has got to go. I I guess people think it looks tactical or rustic or tough, but we all know it's lazy and it's a and a mouth breather can finish out a knife like that. On the other hand, I'm a bit of a mouth breather and I love an 80 grit belt finish. <laughs> Those bevels are catching on. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you know, I, heard, uh, I once heard somebody yeah. say referred to it as a 60 grit and quit. <laughs> that's what, that's <laughs> yes. what that was the bit. It's hard to do a belt finish. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It is hard to yeah. do a good one. It's hard to do a good one. <laughs> is it a trend? Do you think you seeing more uh, of that people? I've been seeing people do that, you know, that like, um, it's 80 grit finish for a while now. And I'm like, I ain't, I, I mean, I'm not, I mean, for my friction, I finally got the friction folders and the shop knives where they look pretty decent and the friction folders are such a small amount of steel that it doesn't look but it's it's harder to do a good belt finish on the chef knife i yeah, think yeah. and I, I i think that you have to figure out a way to make the eye not get stunted by those lines and that's the hard part it's not no one really your customers don't truly give a shit about like the satin finish or not like that but yeah I don't know. well look if you're looking to um, get rid of those horrible belt belt, you know, grind lines, um, you could you could 
use probably the best sound paper that everybody else is using, which is Rhinoet. Um, we use it. Uh, Mareco uses it too. Um, it just saves you time. And, it, you know, if you do want to get rid of those grind lines, it's not that difficult. really isn't. Bit of elbow grease and some Rhinoet and you'll get there. Um, you can get it from TexasFarrowSupply.com um, with 10% off too. So head to TexasFarrowSupply.com. Look at everything else. They've got everything you could possibly need as well. So to fill up your basket, take advantage of the 10% off. Fill up with Rhino Wet especially. Bob's your uncle. Get rid of those horrible, horrible 80-grit uh, belt finishes uh, with some, with some Rhino Wet. That's a that's a tough that's a tough transition by the way. <laughs> sanding at a hand sanding and starting off at eighty grit. Oh my Starting god. at eighty. Yeah, Holy yeah. mackerel! <laughs> Talk about a fucking dry rub. <laughs> oh mackerel. Uh, Where are we? Next one is EDC Gearhouse. Yes, beef. It's what's for dinner, and I'm having seconds tonight. <laughs> says my beef is and continues to be uncreative retailers or refinishing companies in this community. I can't tell you how many retailers and other huge companies that rip off our ideas and only follow us on social, monitor, on social media to monitor our ideas. The worst thing is that there's nothing we can do really because social media demands content. It's the nature of the beast. Thank you, Craig, Morocco, and Jeff, for the knowledge you've given us this year. Uh, I know I speak for everyone I say it. We're with you. Um, yeah, well, well, he says specifically refinishing companies. It's every community. company. Uh, it's every company. It is like uh, people are just. I think that there's. I wonder. You know, you do you remember when uh, there was a number of years ago, there was like two Wyatt Earp movies that came out at the same time. No, you know no. Wyatt Earp, Cowboys, it's the co- Cowboy right. dude. Yeah, yeah. So there were there were very specific stories, and mm. there was one with. I don't. I think uh, Kevin Costner in one of them, and and then Kurt Russell in the other. But they came out at the exact same time. And it was just like, how the fuck does two Wyatt Earp movies come out at the same time? Yeah. It's so like ridiculous. Wait for buses and two come at once. I yeah. mean, it's like you got to be kidding me. And they came out like within months of each other, and it was like, what the fuck? People are just so stressed about trying to make a dollar. And they mm. steal everything. Knife makers are the worst. Knife makers are the worst. It's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I think that we're in this weird little bubble of the knife making community where we think we know it all. It's every company. You know what's worse than all restaurant people? The guy's got a <laughs> sauce down the street. He's getting stolen from the next oh, yeah. <laughs> day. Yeah. Spice bags everywhere. <laughs> Spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, if you noticed that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, you, know, you said it is everywhere. It, it isn't just in the knife-making industry. It's just, yeah. I'm, he's got a good point of saying that, you know, he needs to put stuff on social media. It's the nature of the beast. And I think that's what it is. Everybody's putting everything that they do online to show, look, this is what we can do. This is what we can do. They're trying to make a dollar. But once it's out there, everybody else who is as well is, can see it all. And they're all like, yeah, let, well, if that's working for them, let's give that a go kind of thing, you know? But the And the content thing is weird, too, because... The algorithms do reward sameness. Like, yes, you yeah. kind of can't go. I mean, people want certain things the way they want them, and when this works, then it almost like it almost feels like you have to do it the way that other people are doing it. So it's like social media makes it hard to be uh, get some popularity and be truly unique. It's yeah. very very hard. And if you see something that is unique on social media, 
it's and it's successful right. it's a matter of time before yeah it all comes tumbling down your feed you get a million of it like yeah. the trends of like what was it when when uh there was some political uh, any kind of political trend where somebody changes their 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 cover page to black oh geez. remember that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or yeah, something yeah. like yeah, yeah. some trend that was just like oh you people I'm are gonna such, save the world yeah. i mean you people <laughs> yeah. are such i mean it is, oh, i can't believe it uh chris true chris struble Chris Struble actually sent a pile of them, and if we're in the need, we have more. So I, I, uh, I held back on all of them. He had a pile of them. He had a ton of them. Beef, and this is, I second this one 100%, group texts. Holy shit. If I never get, if I never text that group back ever, take a freaking hint. I don't want to talk to any of you. <laughs> Take off and forget I exist. And the two shit stains who use the group text to have their own conversations for 30 minutes, eat a bag of dicks. Signed, Maya, Maya, Maya penis is tiny. My penis is tiny. My penis is tiny. Maya penis is tiny. He's fucking right. But I'll tell you what's worse. I'll tell you what's worse. When I get a, when somebody creates a group chat with me, and my wife. Mm. I swear to God, I want to fucking... Win. And then, there's, <laughs> and it's like, we're in the same house. <laughs> we can... Re- yeah, yeah. And then I have to say thanks. And then I hear the ping in the other room. Yeah. My wife's got it. And she's got to write thanks. And then I get the fucking ping. And it's just like, oh, you sons of bitches. Yeah. I've resisted, like, using uh, WhatsApp for, for years and years. I'm like, no, I'll use, I'll use iMessage and I'm fine with that. And it's a few things have happened recently, but I've had to join these WhatsApp groups for things. And you're right, it's just fucking terrible. And when they start ju- just having, yeah. a, the two person having a conversation, yeah. it's like, you motherfuckers. And I'm going it up to my kid, yeah. I'm going up to my kid saying, how do I get out of this goddamn, I can't figure out how to get out of this chat, you gotta help me out. And she's like, well, you don't have the right update or something like that. And I'm fucking stuck, ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 L- uh, and then it says LOL, and then like, oh, fuck you, yeah. LOL. Well, the worst is even like on Facebook, something. somebody will at you on Facebook, um, but they lack a million people. Then these people are commenting like between themselves, and you're getting a notification every time. You just come on. Oh, you want to know what's even more worse? I have this college friend who is kind of a big to do, and she wrote something on Facebook, and it was like eh, they're always like very narcissistic, and they're very like just kind of like unnecessary. It's just like you know. And then she added her husband. And then they had a public conversation on what she wrote. And it was like, what the fuck is the matter? You guys are having a public conversation on Facebook? And they live together. And they live together? And you you want people to know? What's wrong with you? So, yeah, I'm with you, uh, Maya Penis Atini. I'm fucking, I'm 100% with you. (laughs) <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, there's a few other ones though. My penis atini is pretty good. Uh, okay, let's do it. Martinez knives uh, for the all beef review. I've had a knife that someone had ordered back in August and insists they have had to feel the handle before they decide on what handle style they want. And insists they have to feel the handle right. before they decide. The on handle, what handle style. I've heard. I've had that before. Okay. Uh, not only that, but I'm normally out of town at college, and every time I come home to try to meet with them, they're never home and off in the in the Berkshires. Really fucking grinding my gears. Uh, cheers for the beef. Yeah. 
I had, I get it every so often, I'll get someone say, I really want to come down to the shop and feel the knife. I'm like, it's not made yet. And no, <laughs> there's no, yeah. not really going to work. Jeez. That's a good, that's wow. a good one. Yeah, that, that is. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I understand. Like, you know, plop yeah. down a lot of money. You kind of want to see yeah, it. True. You yeah, true. You kind of want to see it for him. But I understand. But, like, yeah. But if you make an appointment, be there, you know? Severed Jason says, my beef is when you buy the Broadback Mega Package in June and life has been so busy that it's still in the box in December. Hoping next mm-hmm. year has a little bit more free time to set it up and use it. And you should use your Broadback too, man. Broadback Ironworks makers are the best 2x72 grinder in the game. All the packages, all the tools, all the attachments, they are dynamite. And if you go to BroadbackIronworks.com, uh, put in the promo code Knife Talk ten. You're gonna get ten percent off all of it. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to those guys. They've been super great. The customer service is out of sight, contr- out of sight, out of sight, out of sight. I have nothing but great things to say about the Broadback guys, and thank you so much. Sever Jason, got it. Got to put it together, my man. Since June, wow, wow, oh, look, keen. busy. Bremner Built Blades. All beef review, I got some beef. Uh, he says, motherfuckers that try to barter with you when they come pick up the knife like it's a damn beaver pelt or some shit. Or bad drivers. Fuck those guys too. <laughs> Sorry about the language. Cheers, fellas. Uh, Bremner, you are right. Uh, the, tr- the people who, who want to just last minute trade. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. I dare you to go into a supermarket. <laughs> dare you to go to a supermarket, load the conveyor belt up, and then try to barter with the cashier. See how yeah, that yeah. goes. Yeah. However, <laughs> I will tell you a story that drives me crazy, and it happened to me yesterday, is when I, I'm all in on the AEBL, I got it dialed in, I love it, but I have to get the liquid nitrogen, and there's only one place to go. And I yeah. go there, and the first time I went there, the price to get this goddamn thing filled was ridiculous, because I have a 20 liter, 20 liter doer. Do a salty do guys. The guy says, the "Guys, okay, it's gonna be two hundred fifty dollars." I'm like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" And he goes, "He goes, well, the, he, this is a, a couple of years ago." He says, oh, the, "The bad thing about it is, is by the time you get it home, all this it's gonna, you know, it's gonna evaporate anyway." He says, "You know what? I'll just charge you for ten liters." Well, that's half the price. I was like, hmm. "Oh shit, that's great. That's really nice." So then every time I go back, there's another guy who kind of knows, and then he'll be like, oh, I'll, "I'll charge you for fifteen liters." Still. You know, it's nice. So I go back, but at the same time, you just have to say something. You can't just, you got to say something. Otherwise, you don't say something. And then it's just like, I hate doing it. So I went back, I went back uh, yesterday and there's a different guy there. But then the guy who always gives me a break, gives me a break was there. And he said, okay, that's 20 liters. That's going to be $250. I'm like, ah, you know, sometimes the guys just, you know, and then you just have to like, how are you going to say this? Sometimes the guys only charge you for 15. And the guy looks at me. And he goes in the back, comes he's back, the boss. comes back, and he says, "That guy says he's never seen you before in his life." <laughs> and I was like, I, "I was like, are you kidding me?" I'm like, "How many, how many knife makers do you have coming here?" And he, yeah. he I said, "I come here all the time." He's like, "What's all the time?" I'm like, "I don't know." Every four months, he's like, well, "That's not really all the time, is it?" I'm like, "I'm like." And then the first guy who gave me the 10, 10 liters, he comes over. He's like, "Just give, just give a break. Give this guy a break." Comes in. He goes, "You're not going to use it for ice cream, are you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not going to use it for because that's the big." thing of these liquid nitrogen guys are using liquid nitrogen for ice cream all these restaurants yes yeah and apparently it's unsafe so all these liquid nitrogen people have to say this is not for food right and so i wanted to go in there i'm like yes fucking popsicles i'm making popsicles (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm with him. I had, to, but you had to. I mean, you had to do it. Otherwise, <laughs> never seen you before in my life. <laughs> he goes, the guy says he's never seen you before in his life. I'm like, are you kidding me? The fuck? The fuck? Are you Brilliant. kidding me? <laughs> Giving me five. Like I bought, bought the tours for him for over a year, every three months. <laughs> Stanton Jones for the All Beef Review. Sheets of sandpaper that don't have all the grit painted on the back. Print more than a handful of times. You're working through your grit possession progressions, hand sanding a blade, cutting into strips of sandpaper, and you don't see you don't use it all. You don't lay when you lay it down. You pick it up later, have no idea if it's 320 or 400 because all on the back of the strip is that you cut is a barcode and half the warning to wear PPE. Save me from myself and cover the back of the sheet with the grit and stop, and I'll stop wasting it. Sincerely, Harry Keister from Tugging My Puddin'. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, good old Harry. Harry. I, I have found that situation. You know, the same people people don't expect you to cut it open. <laughs> they don't no, expect yeah. you to cut it at all. So they don't yeah. give a shit. But the, you are right. It would be nice if they yeah. made a little bit but more. But I, I generally, when when I do this, which is quite rare, I just do loads at once. And I've got a bunch of like little little plastic boxes yeah. that I put each one in, you know? So you all know that. In that box, right. they're all 300s, 400s, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just leaving them around, you have right. no clue. No clue at all. They don't care. The sandpaper company is just glad you're buying sandpaper. I mean, they're going yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. shit. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know Look, about grid progressions either. All those motherfuckers don't. I once told you, I once told you the uh, sandpaper company sent me belts. And they and they were like, what do you think? And I was like, well, I got a weird thing to tell you. You put the, uh, the uh, it was the, you know, when it, what was a 2x72 belt where the, the, uh, the, Oh, the tape. The was tape wrong, was on the yes. outside. They put yes. the tape on the outside of the belt. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't really use this. And he's like, why not? I'm like, because the chatter is going to throw me into a, you know a new universe. I can't. Mm. I can't be. That, that's not. They don't know. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell everybody about knife print. Knifeprint.com. Um, it's a new year. Learn a new skill. If you've never done any sort of CAD before, which is computer-aided design, more and more of us are doing this, designing our knives on a screen, um, making templates and all that kind of thing. Knifeprint.com is the shit. It's all in a browser. You don't need to download any software. There's no licensing to worry about. It's all super convenient. Save save your designs. Recall them. Super, super simple. Um, if you've never done any CAD before, there's a whole education center there to show you how to do it. Um, and the great thing is, once you've done it, you can then print a paper. So you've got like a, a paper template, which you can then stick to your steel and grind around. Or or you can just get them to actually do it for you. So they'll they'll um, laser jet or water jet cut out your designs and send them in the mail to you. So you've got blanks ready to go. Life-changing. Knifeprint.com. Go take a look. Learn a new skill for the new year. It's the place to be. Knifeprint.com. Ad reads, nobody does a better job. Nobody. Oh. Ain't nobody. Thank you very much. Thank you very Ain't much. Ain't nobody. Justin Glover. All beef review. Um, I'm tired of beefs between stock removal versus forging. As long as, long as you, I'm, I'm just checking his name now. Was that a funny name? No, it's a normal name. Okay. <laughs> just, just to be careful. We don't know. We don't just, know. Just, just in Glover. I mean, it could well be. <laughs> I'm tired of beef between stock removal versus forging. As long as you're honest and make a good product, uh, what the fuck does it matter? I completely agree. But um, it's it's not the maker that's the issue. It's just the... It's the uneducated customer sometimes, isn't it? You know, did you forge this? Right. Well, no. And then you see them disapprove and they look at you and walk away. And you're just like, oh, come on, man. I'm going to make a hot take. And Justin, take this with love, peace and love. 
this is a this is a beef from a stock removal guy. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's tired of people giving him trouble. I'm with you, Justin. It doesn't really matter. But I'll tell you a funny thing, and this is I'm telling you, stock removal guys, and I'm a stock removal guy. I am a stock removal guy, tried and true. You gotta all get a little bit tougher because <laughs> these bladesmiths are all Dungeons and Dragons guys, and they're looking for a degree. They're looking for a degree of of they want a little bit of something because it's like they can only roll, roll so many twelve sided dies all the time. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You, get, you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Half of them are nerds, <laughs> and they and they need a they need a a pecking order situation. So I'm with you, knife community, but you've all got to like chill out a little bit. Yeah. I'm with you, Justin Lover. <laughs> I'm with you, Justin Lover. I'm with you too. That is funny. Let's that's what you should say. That's just that's what you should say when these all when these you get a guy like I'm not gonna say names, but it'd be like half of them are like deep in the bowels of Lord of the Rings. All this yeah. shit. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And they're like, oh, four, four jigglers. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Some of you, it's enough already. Those are the ones who want an 80 grit finish. I mean, they can, you they can't can see, make it up. You know, they can see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we're just... Taking, I'm just making jokes, everybody. So relax. Don't at me. LCA Knife Works, our friend. He says for the all beef review. If you're gonna give me some memento from grandma or grandpa, uh, if you're gonna bring me some memento, grandma or grandpa, please, for the love of God and Mary and all the saints that are holy, don't put them in the dishwasher. They didn't live through six wars and two different centuries for you to put that knife in that priceless treasure it was made to be. Don't put it in the dishwasher. Thanks for everything. Merry Christmas, LCA Knife Works. People love that dishwasher, man. They love they it. They oh, yes. love it. They love and it. And they claim they don't. No, it's never, never oh, seen no, a dishwasher. Put it in the dishwasher. Never. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had yeah. that so many times. Oh, no, I didn't, yeah. would never put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> I might have put it in the dishwasher. And if I had put it in the dishwasher, what would be so bad about that? It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I haven't, but if I did, yeah, that'd that, be a problem. That's the best yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. could it, might have, my wife might have done it. And then you blame somebody else is the best. That's the best. <laughs> Mika Dunn says, don't know if there's still time for the old beef, uh, but when someone asks for your help or input on what they can do better or how to do something better, then proceed to justify everything you critique. 
<laughs> That's me. That is me. Um, you do you, bud, he says. But I'm the same. Um, it, it, let's let's say somebody gives me some feedback on something. I guess so defensive. I'm really. Are I'm, you defensive? My wife is the same. Between the two of us, we're terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that um, is fucking hard. That's why I don't give yeah. advice. I just don't want to. Yeah. Like, there's there's a difference between being to justifying your actions and being defensive, and it's like it's a very very fine line of like, well, you know, because when you're in art, you, you, in when you're doing art critiques, you have to learn how to justify your decisions. You have somebody will ask you why you did certain things, and you have to kind of explain it, and then. Yeah they'll they'll decide whether or not it's you know your answer was was good or not so that there becomes <laughs> this it's a little bit more amorphous which is nice but i do remember i had an ex-girlfriend who we were dating while we were we were to get seriously together while we were in art class and then for a couple of years and then we busted up we we're still in the art critique and i'll never forget we were doing an art critique and she just i don't know what happened she got real pissed and she just started berating me in the middle of this. <laughs> she started like it wasn't like uh, you know objective art critique. It was just like kind of. And you've got a tiny cock. <laughs> <laughs> there was more, well, I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a more long. I mean, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like standing there. I'll tell you, it was funny because she was like kind of d d diving into my psychological problems for why I had to do certain things, and yeah. then after just a litany of just you know. Obviously, it was completely personal. It was nothing to do with the art. Yeah. And there was everyone's getting nervous and getting uncomfortable, and then they just looked at me to respond. And I said, "Well," that, and I said, well, "I said, yeah, well, you know, every opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one." <laughs> that was a real. That was a. You got to throw a joke in there somehow because you know oh, yeah. the tiny cock yeah. thing hurt. You know, jeez. <laughs> I mean, for the boy friends, and yeah. you got a tiny penis. Oh, my team. My, that's when I changed my name to my penis is a small. <laughs> what was that? What, I can't, what was that? My Where penis is, he? is a tiny. <laughs> my tiny. My penis is a tiny. <laughs> that was a good one. Thirsty work industries. He's got a hot take rather than a beef. <laughs> Um, a Kiridashi is the oxtail of the knife world. <laughs> Yo, oxtail. I get a lot of people not happy with me about referring to oxtails as the asshole flap of the cow. <laughs> and I think I said something along the lines of the bigger the oxtail is, the bigger the part of the oxtail is, the closer it is to the rectum. <laughs> yeah, quite like right. They've been shit on all day, literally. Yeah, yeah. Good old Kiridash. He's the oxtail of the knife world. That was a good one. Thirsty. That was a good one. Grumpy Gnome Blade says, oh, this is a good one. I got a beef. What kind of cartoons did you all watch while you were kids? Because I don't remember seeing all the tits, ass, and dicks in He-Man. <laughs> you were you told me to watch the Blue-Eyed Samurai y'all recommended. So... He didn't. We blue eyed samurai on Netflix is fucking dynamite. Eh, you might see a dick or two, but I mean, it's like really. In, I in mean, a a dick, yeah, no, you'll see Jeez. a dick or two. You see a, you know, you'll see some, you know, you'll see some parts. I mean, that's a cock or two. That would you would you know? It's not for kids, obviously. You know, yeah, yeah, but you, yeah. you'll see a part. The funny thing about Grumpy Gnome Blades is his. Uh, and all due respect, all respect, peace, and love, we're with you, Grumpy. But his icon is a cartoon gnome giving the finger. So it's like, really? so it's like he worried about a dick, 
in a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, you can't make it up. It's funny, man. So, God bless you. Definitely, Sam, Blue-Eyed Samurai is the best thing I've seen on TV. Best thing. By a mile. Nothing come close. Okay. Um, <sighs> I, I, I just quickly scanned the next one. I'm thinking, am I going to read that? But I am, because it, it all turns itself around. <laughs> hey, fellas, I've got a beef. Combat abrasives are the worst. I can't believe they are selling that crap. That shit is way too sharp. <laughs> Over the last month, I've shortened three of my fingers. All of my nerves are gone. <laughs> Happy I had bloody stop powder close by. Um, stop powder? I don't know what stop Blood powder stop is. powder? Blood stop powder. I don't know Ooh. what that is. Oh, no, no. Uh, please write. It's pretty sharp stuff. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, he, it's good he, stuff. Yeah, touch a 36 grip belt while it's going and see what happens. <laughs> You're going to feel it. Don't, yeah, write, yeah. don't write me about it, that's for sure. Uh, uh, oh my god here's a good one from there's a big one from matthew wells i run a this is for the all beef review i run a small dirt work company and i do knives on the side about three months ago i had a seven acre lake project that was seven days a week for about a month i had just prior to starting it made a bunch of uh i did made a, a batch of money grab damascus blades one customer asked for two but he wanted custom sheaths. I told him it would take some time before I could get the sheaths, but I, if he, uh, but I would hold the knives until I get the time, and he was fine with it. And he did not pay for them up front. Twice a week, he'd message me about the process, the progress, and I'd tell him I haven't had any time because of the project that I'm working on. But I did let him know when I did. So after the month and change and the long project, I finally got to the sheaths, and I messaged him, and I asked him for his address repeatedly, and he ghosted me. He left a review on my page about poor customer service because I didn't drop everything to get that $200 knife sent that he never paid for. (laughs) It was my first shit review, and unfortunately, unfortunately my small following was kind enough to roast him. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. There's, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, we've talked about this before. I, I had a guy who fucking lit me up on Facebook. And he'd never even bought a knife. He he said, it's like, it's nice that you can work on this without working on your customer stuff. So he made it seem as though I had taken custom work and then hadn't worked on the custom work. And then I'm too busy. I'm taking his money and then I'm making whatever I want. But the case was, it turns out he never bought anything. And I had to write him and be like, why, why, you know, you're making people think that they're making people think that I didn't, I just took your money and ran. And it was, uh. Good for you, assholes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, there's plenty of them out there. Uh, Brian Owens. Hey, cuties. My beef for the All Beef Review is is this company I keep seeing advertised on social media. They're, ha- they're always having a huge sale right now where their knife sharpener is just 189 down from 500 it's just, a, it's just a knockoff you can get for 30 on Amazon, and the stones and hardware are trash. I feel bad for how many people will probably fall for it. Cheers. Thanks for keeping me company in the shop and sharing your knowledge. Brian O. I think any ad where they say it's now 189 down from 500 you've got to be like, oof, really? Can, really? I have to do it. I fu- I'm going uh, to give you an admission that I fucking, mm. I'm embarrassed that I'm going to, but I'm going to do it. You bought one. You no, bought something. I bought something, right. and it was like it was it was advertised on Instagram as a Carhartt jacket, and it was like different, and was like it had the Carhartt all the information on it, and it was like a whatever. It turns out it wasn't Carhartt, and I tried, and after I paid, I realized this isn't Carhartt at all. 
And I tried to get my money back. I tried to get him to, it, it was this like weird Chinese company. It was like 60 bucks. And it was a fake. It was, it was all fake, big, all fake. I mean, this fucking piece of shit came and it was like, it was the worst fucking thing I've ever gotten. And I threw in the garbage. I was so mad. And it was like, it was like a satin jacket with Carhartt on. It was everything about it was like a fucking scam. And it was, I was, I felt so stupid. And I pressed, I realized that right after I pressed, uh, you know, credit card transaction or something like that. And I was like, I am the dumbest motherfucker of all time. And I tried to say, oh, I, I wrote, I, you know, I didn't really want this. I made a mistake. And they're like, why? But you said you wanted it. They were writing me back with this shit like, oh, you said you wanted it. Like, yeah. <sighs> I was so embarrassed. I was so Do you know what? Probably the biggest scam there is, though. I would imagine that whatever site they've used to take your payment isn't secure. So they've got your card details. Right, and I think that was that was just the bait to get you. Get your uh, they sent me the jacket. They did, yeah. Even so, they can do, but they they still get your details then, you know. Well, it's... we check. I mean, yes. <laughs> I want to say. I don't know what to say. Yes, the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, be, I mean, you can't do anything about it now. I mean, you know, except we check our credit cards and check our thing, and everything's fine. And yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I mean, go completely off topic now. What I'm finding with a lot of uh, banks now is you can do temporary cards. So, like, within their app, you can just say, like, set me up a temporary card for one-time use. So the, the money comes from your main account, but it's just the card details that you'll use. It's just, like, generated for a one-off payment. Um, so once they've taken that payment, even if they did try to take more payments out of this card, they couldn't. Well, we also have handy. a – I think we have a thing where you know, our credit cards only work on certain computers. Like we can't just, hmm. you can't just take our information and use it from a different computer anywhere without a call, Got without you. a phone yeah. call or an email. Yeah. So as well, yeah. But, yeah. You know, it was, I was so, I was so yeah. embarrassed. Oh, God. Oh, they're always a step ahead, aren't they? They're always going to mm. find something. Yeah. I was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Mapes. A... Uh, Zach Mapes says, for the beef review, hey guys, had a great show. Uh, great show. Just a heads up: the last couple episodes, Apple Podcasts is dropping ads into the program, but they're not splicing them in. Instead, you miss a minute of all your witty banter. Appreciate really? you all. Yeah, well, every once in a while, I don't know how the red red stripe puts it in. Whatever, whatever, whatever. The company yeah. they just slap it in anywhere, like so, like in the middle of a joke or something like that. Yeah, they slap it in, but then it should come straight after the advert. It could, should come straight back to where it, it left did, off, but it's know? always like it's never at a pause. It's always like in a yeah, in like in the yeah. middle of a sentence. So I don't know why that's a beef. Yeah. There was a time when I'd go in and make sure they were all up, but fuck. That. <laughs> 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 oh, dude, fuck that. Is it right? Yeah, Jake Covey. I know a lot of people who have the means and time to do whatever they want, uh, but instead incessantly complain about being bored in their free time. They do nothing, and I've got a beef with that. There you go. Um, be- people, how, how can you be bored in this day and age? I just... Yeah. I, I'm waiting for that day when the kids, one of the kids says, Dad, I'm bored. <laughs> I've got stuff you can do. What are you going to make them do? <sighs> Clean, tidy, oh. take, look after their shit, anything. There's plenty of stuff that oh, can be done. Boy. Time is well, my issue, not, not boredom. That's not fun. Oh, but there's stuff that they can be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I have stuff that I have so much stuff. I, I'm, now, I am now using sports watching sports as my meditation like it's mm. it, i become so much more chill because if i if i watch like last night i watched the knicks game and i watch a maybe i'll watch a hockey game or I watch a football game and i can get into it and i learn about the people and learn about the different things and 
for some reason it doesn't it doesn't stress me out about things like it's it's yeah. very i i i really like it a lot so nice yeah ash edwards yeah, but, you know as a kid you could be bored because that's what oh, well, to do fucking back in the day. i mean but now well when you were a kid demanding your attention were you bored when you were a kid Quite often, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was, a, I was a bit of a strange kid. I was always on my own as a kid, a complete loner. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, enjoying being bored, though. Do you know what I mean by that? I, just well, like, nothing to do. I'm quite happy just sitting here in silence on my. Own. I was lucky to ha- to be able to walk around New York City when I was a kid. Like mm. I was young, like 13, and it's yeah, crazy. Nice. I go anywhere, and it was like you'd never be bored in New York City. You could do. Yeah. I mean, it was just the best. Uh, Ash Edwards says, for the All Beef Review, when a potential customer picks up knives at a knife show and then puts them back down backwards, when literally everyone has asked, have you seen, and then when literally <laughs> anyone asks you, have you seen Forge and Fire? Um, here's another one. The Austrian, Australian dollar being low makes all knife making inputs twice as expensive. And people. People suck. They certainly do. Um, I accidentally put in that Grumpy Gnomes twice, so hop down to the next one. Right, okie doke, okie doke. Uh, well, first off, shall we tell everybody about um, Dharma Steel? Oh, um, unbelievable. Do you know what? I wore my Dharma Steel trousers, my Dharma Steel pants uh, yesterday um, to go into the woods to cut a tree down, and they're, they're very good at that. Oh my god, you. you must have looked but- like you are about to take the whole world down. <laughs> Get my Dharma Steel pants on. Dharma Steel pants. I was a super superman. I was, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, Dharma Steel. If you're looking for Damascus uh, stainless Damascus, Dharma Steel is the stuff that you want. Um, beautiful, beautiful stuff. If you take a look at dharmasteel.se online, you'll see all the unique patterns that they do. All beautiful, beautiful stuff. And go and have a look at their Instagram, Dharma Steel AB as well on Instagram. You'll see the kind of stuff that people are making with it. Really, really top end stuff. And, you know, we're, we're, we've got a very good relationship with them. We often do the, the Dharma Steel Chef Invitational once a year. And we get to speak to a lot of makers that use Dharma Steel. And we were amazed this year that everybody was telling us that it's far easier to use than they, they thought it would be. Um, so if you haven't made the jump yet, now's the time. DharmaSteel.se. Because if you use Knife Talk at checkout, you get 10% off your order too. So go take a look. DharmaSteel.se. Super easy. Super duper easy to use. And the pants are good, too. Get yourself some yeah, pants. Yeah, get yourself some pants, baby. <laughs> um, okay, Grumpy Gnome Blaze, we've already done. Paul Janzen. Here's a beef. People thinking they automatically know best. Doesn't matter if it's business, politics, or even sports. They know what everyone should be doing, and when they obviously don't. If they really knew what they'd be doing, instead of complaining to me about it. Either put up or shut up. That's it. Yeah, everybody's got an opinion, haven't they? Yeah. People think they're good at one thing, and it means they're good at everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's where that's where I'm with you comes in. And you just say I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, and then that shuts them up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. JVB Knives Canada has another all beef review. All beef review review beef. Uh, I have a beef with myself. I could have worked harder this year. I could have spent less time on Instagram. Get off your ass and get back to work, me. I also have a beef with erasers on pencils. They wear out too fast. Does everyone just draw better than me? So. <laughs> You just shit a drawer in, that's all it is, yeah. <laughs> Over the last 160 years, they've they, they've measured how much eraser is needed on a pencil, and it turns out you're in the, yeah, you're in the bottom 10% of all drawers. Well, everybody pushes down too hard. That's the problem. 
is if you don't you don't need to like embed a groove in the paper with your pencil yeah <laughs> engrave yeah it. you're not yeah. engraving everyone's got you know they're ready to you know they engrave you don't need that you don't you should go light especially with your drawing and get darker paper or, or thicker paper light. get some watercolor exactly. paper in your life yeah, yeah. go light you're in canada you're in canada and i bet um, lawrence probably has some paper for you or or some bigger erasers oh, you'll yeah. have everything you need uh maritime knife supply.com uh, lawrence is a good dude there they've got everything you need as a knife maker steel belts handle materials tools forges basically everything we mentioned on the show all of our sponsors lawrence has everything in stock Go take a look, maritimeknifesupply.com. They've always got a deal on belts. If you buy 10, you get 10% off, all that kind of stuff. Go take a look. Worth looking at their Instagram as well. So follow them there, Maritime Knife Supply, because when they get new stuff in, they'll generally put up posts so you know what's coming. Um, yeah, good dudes. Maritimeknifesupply.com. This is this comes from Lightning Bolt Forge. Lightning Bolt Forge. I have a beef with people that steal names of forges that were rightly stolen first. Major Lee Hung. So there are I made a joke about Lightning Bolt Forge. There are two Lightning Bolt Forges and they seem to have they seem to be uh I don't know what they're doing. They're playing. <laughs> so there's a lightning and a lightning. They're playing. They're playing. They they don't. They have. This is their fun. So God bless Lightning oh, Bolt right, Forge okay. and Lightning Bolt Forge. I'm with you. That's right, okay. Knuckleheads. <laughs> Two knuckleheads. Ronald um, Han. I think yeah, it's Ronald's Ronald handmade. handmade yeah. This is yeah. Spent. Spell him to say that. Uh, one for the old beef review. Uh, not strictly knife making related. Not referring to anyone specific. Uh, but don't you just hate it when that really smug, irritating, arrogant, pain in the ass, know nothing person who just rubs you the wrong way actually comes up with a great piece of advice and you have to be grateful. He's talking, I think he's talking about, uh, he's talking about uh, Corin. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's got to be it, Ronald. Tell the irritating, truth. Irritating, arrogant, pain in the ass. I Ronald, mean... <laughs> tell the truth. It ain't Kev, it ain't Mert. You're talking about Corin. Your boss. This is outrage. <laughs> outrage. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Not if, talking about anybody know. specific. I don't know. Yeah, he's right. Anybody specific. But he's just painting the. It's like I don't know who this is, but let me get the the court stenographer. <laughs> Give me the, the 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 guy who like he had a he had a you know explain him and the guy draws him to find out who the criminal is. So we know Donald Ronald Corn's our guy. We're with Corn. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. I mean, all those things. You scratch your chin and you're just like, yep, that's who it is. That's who it is. Yep. <laughs> love corn. Love corn. So. Where are we? Freeman uh, Farm and Forge. Keep looking. I got it. I got you. Freeman Farm and Forge. Here's a B for the show. When you take a class from someone and later ask for advice... And they want to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, or materials that you shouldn't shouldn't use, uh, and essentially turn and then essentially turn you into their clone. For a little clarity, I have the utmost respect for this maker, and I will likely take more classes from him. He does a great job teaching, but I'm done asking for advice outside of the classes from him. The last time I asked him about working with materials, 
that I had seen other on other knives from other makers. He told me not to use them because they're nasty for the lungs and I should cancel my order, ignoring the brunt of the question in favor of safety. The, the, I, so basically, he's irritated. He takes a class with his teacher. Teacher's great, but he wants him to do everything his way, the teacher's yeah. way. And it's you're creating this clone situation, and I understand that feeling of, I don't want to do things the way you want to do them. And I want to make them yeah. the way you want to make them. And it's, that's, that's the hard thing. Yeah. yeah. I think people can be... Uh, sort of stuck in their ways with things and they only know what they know. Right. Um, so when they say, you know, what about using this? They don't know it. Rather than say, I don't know. Sometimes people put maybe a negative spin on something else, you know, just because they don't know themselves. But there are knife mm. makers who kind of like teach their style of knife making and you can almost see a lineage. And yeah, I'm yeah. not saying names or anything like that, nor do I know who he's referring to. But I understand that feeling of not wanting. I actually, I had a, took a, one of my teachers, uh, Fred Christ. He was teaching this kind of sculpture class, and he was teaching us these tricks that he uses. And he basically turned to everybody, and he's just like, "Listen, we're going to make this sculpture. It's very similar to the sculptures I make. Do me a favor, don't make my sculptures." <laughs> you know, and it was mm-hmm. like very like mm-hmm. matter of fact. I was just like, eh, "I don't teach how to make your sculptures. That's really the, that's really the issue." Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, when I teach my friction folder class, I kind of, like, try to do it the way I do it, but, like, give people the latitude to make them the way they want to make them. So I try not to be, like, too much like, no, it's got to be like this. I mean, obviously, certain things have to work a certain way, but... Yeah. All right. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, the next one's a big one. Thomas Strandberg. Hi, guys. Big fan of the pod. Um, He said, I made this knife for a friend um, for only the material cost. He paid like $120. He lives in Sweden, so that's 1200 kroner. Um, then that fucking guy <laughs> calls me from his work car together with his co-worker on speakerphone. Oh. Oh. He tells me that his co-worker wants a similar knife, but with like fucking mammoth tooth or snakewood handle plus a leather sheath and wants to know what the cost would be. So I know I'm not the best knife maker, but the knives I make, they work. Uh, because I'm a nice guy, I tell... Uh, I Because I... Because I'm a nice guy, I tell that cheap fuck that I made the co-worker the knife for the material cost, like $240. He says, okay, and he, and he hangs up the phone, but he doesn't. Um, and I think he hangs up the phone, but he doesn't. I hear you tell his co-worker he thinks I'm way too expensive. <laughs> then I interrupt, interrupt their conversation and tell them that if $240 is too expensive, they can buy a fucking Mora knife for $7 on the, on the hardware store. Um, after I told him about the Mora knife, he started panicking and stumbled out. I think it's a really good price and hung up the phone. A week later, the co-worker called me and asked me to do the knife for $200. Oh. I didn't. Oh. People oh, are fucking just relentless. They're just yes. relentless. They're relentless. It's so, it's, <laughs> it's just like you hear these stories all the time. They just don't know how to behave. And there's this weirdness between it being art and being an artisan and being a business and being an art. Can you do... I got a woman just asked me. She wanted to see if I could do a, do a deal on shipping. Shipping? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of shit? I mean, it depends on what you buy, but, you know, it's yeah. just like, I mean, you're about to pay a lot of money. You worry about shipping? All right, I'll take care of your shipping. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, the weird one is your friend calling on speakerphone. Oh, in front Come of his on, friends, please. and then not yeah, realizing, it and then not turning phone. it off. Oh. I'm still here, Jeez. you know. <laughs> I'm still, he is such a—he's so expensive and such an asshole. I'm still here. 
<laughs> Still here. You didn't hang up the phone. Uh, Brigham right. Kindell, our boy. Brigham Kindell says. Bingo. Bingo. Bingo Kindell says, for the All Beef Review, people who purposely dull knives because they're, quote, too sharp. And signed, Louis, 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 Louis Finkter. Louis Finkter. <laughs> Louis Finkter. Finkter. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I have to tell you, <clears throat> there's a new trend on uh, the on these Peloton apps where people are trying to trick the 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 writer the the instructors to say their names. It's hard mm. to get someone to say your name. You have to do a milestone. So they'll write yeah. their names to be funny, and then they'll you know, and then they try to get them right. So this yeah. really sweet this really sweet ride, draw, uh, instructor <laughs> somebody somebody wrote um, Dixon Cider Box. <laughs> and she thought it was for Christmas, like a cider, something like cider. So she's, oh, congratulations, Dixon Cider Box. And then all of a sudden realized it. And then it was like, she was so mad that he, she got him. She got him. And then they had to, when they replayed it, they beeped it out because it was a little too much. And then there was another guy yeah. who used his name Lou, L O U. And then the second name, Skunt. <laughs> So, so the instructor says, "Congratulations, Lou Scunt, on your oh." He said, "God damn it, you got me, bitch! You got me, bitch! You got me, bitch!" See, it's hard. It's it's like that is one of the hardest ones because they don't say everybody's name. Like, there's a lot of riders on those live rides, and you have to have a you have to have a big milestone. Like, I got a milestone read off once. But to trick them into saying something that they don't really know, that's fucking high wire act shit, man. That is high wire act shit. Because they could just say, I'm not saying that name, but you gotta yeah, yeah. like I mean it is that's the highest wire act of all time. Nice. So very nice. Uh Littleton Supply oh. Company, uh incoming. Greetings, fellas. I've been waiting for this moment because I've got a few. Jeez, it really has. Okay, <clears throat> people, mostly Nissan drivers, uh, cruise in the left lane on the freeway, idly cruising along at two miles per hour above the speed limit while listening to their Charlie Puth <laughs> CD and holding up the flow of traffic, but somehow always seem to find that accelerator pedal when you move to pass them <laughs> on the right, shooting up to 90 before you relent and get back behind them, only for them to resume their original schedule programming and return their vehicle <laughs> to their cruising altitude of 66 miles per hour. Um, there's a special place in hell for these people. May they be waterboarded into eternity without the satisfaction of the water being cool enough to oh, drink. Oh, baby. Uh, he says, the left lane is for passing or for breaking the law. If you're not doing one or the <laughs> other, please let the rest of us criminals be on our merry way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his next one's pretty good. He's got a number two. Um, well, number one, stop, really. <laughs> number one, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Stop peeing on the floor at the urinal. I swear, some of these guys probably need to pop half of Viagra to keep from <laughs> pissing on their on their balls. <laughs> Just go in the stall and sit down. I promise, no one will care. But we will thank you, and we don't have to wait in your in your waters to relieve ourselves. Uh, thanks for coming to my TED talk, and happy holidays, fellas. Dude, he is funny. Bulletin is funny. Who is peeing on? Uh, yeah, you go in sometimes in like a public toilet, and there's piss everywhere. And you're like. What's going on? What are people <laughs> doing? And then if you do have to go into a, into like you know into one of the cubicles, one of the stalls or something, and sometimes some of the sights you see in there, you're thinking, 
How do these people live their lives? Uh, well, Jesus you just Christ. like, you know, you crop dust and fuck off. That's what you do. I mean, oh, you bombing run geez. and then leave. I mean, it's like... Bomb and run. <laughs> you know, nobody, I mean, the planes don't stick around to find out how people acted. They just, you know, Jeez. drop their, uh, <laughs> drop the load and leave. Head out. Ugh, I hate, I hate public bathrooms. I hate them. That's just the worst. The worst. You know what's worse? The worst is, the worst is sitting next Go to on. someone who's really letting it loose, too. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I, like at an airport or something, and you like you go in, and there's like there's a row of ten, and you can see, you can't quite see which ones are locked or not. So you're thinking, oh, please be nobody next to me. You sit down, then you hear them grunting next to you, and then it's just they let loose, and you and say, the noises, oh, and then the and then the satisfaction. Oh, yeah, I don't want any yeah. of it. I stick my fingers in my ears. I actually, I stick my fingers <laughs> in my ears. ears. I told yeah, my kid, yeah. my kid, my kid's on a um, a coed floor on her dorm so there are boys and girls using the bathroom and the cool yeah. thing is is for the stalls the stalls go straight to the bottom so you don't see feet so right, you have total okay, privacy yeah. and i told her wear your ear wear your headphones <laughs> and so she's like that changed my life i don't, I, I don't yeah. have to listen to guys making noises i don't have to listen to anybody making noises i put my earphones on and then i wash my hands and i put my earphones on and then I don't have to listen then, to him, but I swear to God, you're not, you're not. And then, <laughs> then the guys who are sitting at the urinal who start pissing and then start farting too. You know those guys? <laughs> they just, you know what I'm talking about? Hell uh, yeah. I mean, they're just like fucking yeah. all of it's going. It's like, there's like no, there's <laughs> no shame. Zero. Nothing, well, yeah. it's the plan. Yeah. Gotta live it one time. Gotta live twice. <laughs> and they're just doing it all. It's like letting it all out. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> I love those it's usually those old guys too. They're yeah. taking a leak and then don't care. <sighs> yeah. Oh it's like god <laughs> damn you fucking asshole. Um uh, Kyle Fu Furman. Uh, Kyle Furman says, here's my beef, inflation. I'm working harder and making more money than uh than ever before, and it just seems to go as ha- half as far as it used to. Uh, inflation's Tell me a bitch. About it. It's yeah. It's Everything. The last, I'd say, the last two, three years, everything has just changed. And it's, yeah, it's scary. It's scary. I mean, we're quite fortunate here. But, you know, I know people, you know, they've got great jobs and they're struggling. And it shouldn't be that way. It's just madness. Well, you know, it's it's crazy, too, in the United States because we want to support small businesses. But, like, we end end up trying to also be cheap. So we end up buying lots of stuff overseas that's very cheap and it's like it's this cycle of you want to support small business american businesses and keep people working but at the same time you don't want to pay an arm and a leg and it's like this strange give and go and it sucks and i tell you what i i I think about i remember when uh the price of gasoline in the united states was going up crazy like it's cheap i mean it is compared to the rest of the world it's cheap yeah, people yeah. were losing their fucking minds, and I can think of it as a try going to fucking France and buying a oh, gallon yeah, of fucking gas. Try going to half. Yeah. Go ahead, it ain't five dollars a gallon. That's for sure. Yeah, to, to fill up my car now, which is just a standard. No, it's not a huge thing. Um, you're talking over a hundred hundred euros, and the euro oh. is basically a dollar. Oh, it's now. more than it's a dollar. It's a little bit more. So it's like, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's, to fill my Jeep up, it's like sixty bucks. 
and yeah, it's a big oh, wow. tr- big Jeep. I mean, the the yeah. pr- my wife's got we have a Prius, and it's like twenty five bucks. I'm just like I'm driving this motherfucker. Jeez. I'm driving this motherfucker day and night. Yeah, wow, uh, it's amazing. But yeah, so it's over double the cost fuel here. Yeah, I mean, the crazy. crazy thing is people commute into New York City all the time, and the cost to drive is expensive and park your car parking your car in the city is insane but if you're yeah, but yeah. taking the train is as expensive too so like we have friends who commute into in the city because they cheaper they can live up here where we are cheaper but they're still yeah. paying almost two thousand dollars for the train a month the train in the subway just to get to work Houses. it's like yeah. fucking bananas madness. yeah madness and it's only getting worse. Oh, God. All beef reviews going to be every other day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drop Test Media says, here's one for the all beef review. Uh, Chicago yeah. screws. You either cross-thread them or they fuck right <laughs> off into the abyss. That is the shop. I fired more screws into outer space than I've installed. Uh, and if you have a gravel floor, forget about it. So, Chicago. The, these are, Chicago these are like Kydex problems. So, Kydex generally has black screws for mounting hardware and stuff like that and then they have yeah, these yeah. chicago screws and it might not be just for she's i'm sure that there are other people using them but they're all brass and they're all not standard threads so like they're you couldn't get these threads at, a, at the hardware store so like you have to buy the chicago screws and they're fucking t- the threads are tiny they're all brass and like colored black and if you just do it the wrong way once, they're cross-threaded and everything's fucked up. And they are. And then the heads are giant. And then they're all usually. It sucks. The Chicago screws really do suck. He's 100 right. And then when they go on the floor, yeah, you can forget about it. Forget about, forget about it. it. Hey. <laughs> uh, Lucky bastard artworks says for my all for my beef for the all beef review boomers who bitch about kids these days and how people don't want to work hard anymore, just like we do. Uh, when you know for a fact that they were pieces of shit growing up and smoked, snorted, imbibed as much as they could in the 60s, 70s, 80s and could not have contributed a single positive thing to society in their goddamn lives. I'm with you. Boomers are the bitches of the generations as far as i'm concerned uh, yeah, i fucking completely agree completely boomers agree. go yeah, fuck yeah. i mean god bless yeah. all your f- listeners to this podcast if your parents are boomers god bless them but if they croak tomorrow i'm not gonna cry don't cry for me argentina yeah. <laughs> my man yeah. yeah i i also that's my wife i, I think with a with a generation away of when people die the world to be a better place <sighs> But I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Well, I'm true with that. But I feel the, that way all I the time. I personally think that the greatest generation in the United States, which is the generation that grew up during the Depression, they learned how to live hard. Then after World War II, mm. immense wealth just showed up. Incredible, like people were lifted out of poverty and had incredible yeah. wealth. Then they spoiled their children, who were the boomers, because they didn't, and they didn't know how to be good parents, and they spoiled their children, they didn't know how to create uh, generational good people, and these fucking boomers ha- are really garbage. And <laughs> they're, they, they have like a, they're in cap, in, in, they're, they, I remember growing up in the 80s, divorce was a, was, became commonality, and it was like people mm. who could not take responsibility for their actions. I am completely with you. Boomers, you know, God bless you, but I ain't crying for you, that's for sure. Is there anything worse than a boomer with a Facebook account? Oh, my God. Ah. 
<laughs> yeah. Jesus Oof. Christ. A boomers. Fuck you. I think Generation X is the greatest generation of all time, by the way. Millennials, you yeah. can go kick off too, as far as I can <laughs> And Zillennials, you know about a Zillennial? Half Generation no, Z, that? half Millennial. Oh, fuck you too. <laughs> you know, Generation X is where it's at, baby. Yeah. Um, he's also said, what well, he said, um, he says something at the end there. Also, Elf on the Shelf. That shit has to go. <laughs> what? I'm glad, I'm glad that I never had Elf on the Shelf or even, what is Elf on the Shelf? Do you not know what no, it is? I kind of oh, know it's right. like a little doll that you put and you make the kids scared. It's a little doll. So the idea is that this this little elf that you put on a shelf or wherever it is, um, each night it goes back to the North Pole to tell Santa if you've been a good kid. Um, but you've got to remember to move it each night because the kid will go like, well, he hasn't gone, so I'm fine here. Um, but people are getting more and more creative about what they do with these little uh elf right. shelves so they show you know they've moved but you know they, they'll be next to a bottle of vodka oh. on the floor or they and all these crazy things it's just like okay it's funny till the third of december but then you just got people coming up with oh behave yourself people have too much time on their hands and they're not doing it for their kids they're doing it for their own enjoyment um yeah it's fucking oh. weird. It's you know what thing. it is it's also like you're gonna scar these kids because they're gonna yes. think that they're they're, they're gonna think that these are, these things come to life. <laughs> have you seen the Grinch things? People are paying people to dress up as Grinch have. and come to their house, and they run down <sighs> to steal the presents. People are just morons. They're going to Mental. scar these kids. It's the little yeah. things you do that scar yeah. them, and they'll never forget. And they're gonna remember. Remember that time you scared the shit out of me with the fucking elf? You moved it, and now all of a sudden I'm, I'm panicked, yeah. and now I you know, <laughs> masturbate yeah. in a certain way or something like that. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna manifest itself into some sexual depravity, I'm telling you. You're gonna make your kid no fucking weirdo. What's your problem, dude? I don't know. You know, I got to <laughs> masturbate in my elf on the shelf because I want to dominate this fucking thing. It's been driving me crazy in my childhood. I want you just, oh, no, this is the sexual proclivity. It's going to be, I need to be stared at while I'm sleeping. <laughs> that's what it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. By a, by a little man yeah. in a hat. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking your kids up. Don't do it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I just remember when I was okay. a kid, my dad. It was Christmas morning, and I heard my dad took, you know, like sleigh bells and started, oh, 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 and sh- I'm like, and then I thought it was like apocalypse. <laughs> I, I was yeah. like, I cannot believe there's a man in our house shaking bells and yelling, ho, ho, ho. I <laughs> fucking had a panic attack. And it turns out my sister, when she was younger, he did the same thing. He called her up. He's like, oh, hi, Jenny. It's the Easter Bunny. I'm coming over to give you some fucking eggs. <laughs> and she said, no, 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 no. She freaked out. He called back up. Was, hi, yeah. Jenny. It's Easter Bunny. I'm not coming over. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't do it, guys. You're screwing these stories we tell our kids. Don't, you're going to screw these kids mental. up. Yeah. Fucking elf yeah. on the shelf. Forge Allard, um, all beef review. He said, my beef is my grandpa's Viagra <laughs> hey, addiction. My whole family's concerned about it. My grandma's taking it really <laughs> hard. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Forge Allard, grandpa's getting his dick up. He's probably the guy. He ain't, he ain't pissing on his balls. I can tell you that. Oh, no. Or no. On the ceiling. Yeah. The good old Forge Allard's <laughs> grandpa. Poor grandma. Making it happen. 
Fox River Blades for the All Beef Review. My beef is with old people taking up all the handicapped spots in the parking lot. Every time I go to Walmart, every handicapped spot is taken by these old bats. I need a handicapped spot because otherwise I don't have room to assemble my wheelchair before I get out of the car and they're all taken up and I have to find a spot farther away that I know won't be parked next to. Also, bonus beef, people who drive slow and flip you off when you pass them. Fox hmm. River Blades is our guy. He was in a terrible car accident uh, a year or so ago, and uh, he's on the road to recovery. So we're wishing him all the all the good vibes. We've been he's been listening to us since before it all happened, and he's been with us for a long time. And we are telling you, we are saying, "Fuck you, old people!" On behalf of our boy Fox River, and um, yeah. To those who drive slow, flip you off when you I'll tell you, them. you know what? Yeah. Speaking of driving slow, not driving slow, but like cars and like bumper stickers and shit, I saw a guy who might have been the dumbest motherfucker. He had a car. <laughs> he had a car. And his bumper sticker said, only gay cops pull me over. <laughs> and I'm reading it thinking like, oh, that's oh, nice. He man. likes gay cops. And I'm just like, no, no, I don't like gay cops. He's saying that any cop that pulls him over is gay. And I'm thinking to myself, how is this going to help him when he gets pulled over? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, that's yeah. Like the, I mean, that is just like, I mean, the, this is the dumbest short-sighted bumper sticker of all time. <laughs> Only gay cops <laughs> pulled me over. If I was a cop, I'd pull him over and be like, well, I'm not really gay, but I am pulling you over. So Yeah. <laughs> Mad. Holy Mad. Mad. Well, that's the end of our beefs. We, we got one, one more, more, but I can see it's already been asked, actually. It's, it's already been asked. It has? Oh yes. well, let me give you so we don't so we can end on a uh, we can end on a uh, a proper one. Uh, yeah. This one comes from another one comes from uh, <laughs> this is the last one. This one comes from our friend Speedster Stoves. He started us off and he's gonna end us off. Drones. When I hear a drone walking out in the countryside, I wish I had a shotgun with me. So, do you get do you see a lot of drones? Where you are, we could do better than that. I don't. Uh, we're less surprising because we see a lot of um, hunters out here, um, and you see them out, particularly this time of the year now. They're out everywhere. You see them all in their orange <coughs> stuff, and they're all, they're all out drinking on the side of the road, and you see them all off in their jeeps, and they all got radios. And they're all raging with each other and stuff. It's just, it's just get a drone would be far easier. Yeah, I'm gonna finish off um, with the, I'm gonna finish off with a better one. This one's oh, once again. Speedster Stoves gave us a machine gun fire of them. Because for the all beef review. Gordon Ramsay. His first name hmm. is not Chef, for fuck's sake. We got sick of him to the back teeth of that twat. So, America, you're welcome to him. He can't cook shit anyway, and he definitely can't sharpen a knife. So, Jordan Ramsay <laughs> gets it. Gordon yeah. Ramsay gets yeah. it. Yeah. He's a character amongst... Yeah. He's doing pretty well for himself, though. He I, Very well. I don't know yeah. how he did it. I mean, he looks... I mean, he legitimately looks like a fucking ball bag. <laughs> that face of he his. Does, he does, yeah. <laughs> And he always has. If you look at pictures when he's younger, I, he's always looked the I same. I mean, he yeah. looked like... I mean, he looked like a scrotum. That face of wrinkles yep. shriveled up all wacko. He did a good job. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, frankly, because, like, that his whole show is berating people. I don't know how you berate yeah. strangers to their face. In yeah. front of other people yeah. like that all the and time. And to get away with it, like particularly in these times as well, you know? It's when people are being cancelled for far less. I, it, it just seems like I would think, I mean, the money must be just so good, <laughs> you know? Yeah, be, yeah. But I would have, like, all of a sudden, if I was just, my job was just 
cursing people out and humiliating them and berating them and not knowing how their lives are behind the stage. And all you're doing is, and you think to yourself, I'm just doing this for the TV show. Oh, this is going to be a good shot. I don't know how he sleeps with himself at night. You know, dry rub, obviously. <laughs> the dry rub, exactly, exactly. Well, that's talk. the end of the Knife Talk All Beef Review 2020. I'm sure there'll be another one next year. 2025, Jesus Oh, Christ. my God. I, I can't believe it. Who would have oh. thought? But look, let's let's do an after show. Okay. Thank you all for listening. We shall speak to you very, very soon. And hopefully Mareka will be this with us back uh back with us rather next next week. Bye for now. This show is brought There we go. There we go. Another there one, we another go. one of the books. That was ah, good. You know yeah, what? Yeah, not not too negative. No, no. It was all good. They were all fine. Good. Nothing got too yes. crazy. It's fine. That's yes. the whole point. It's just like I just my opinion is is just I'd rather just laugh for the whole episode and not yeah, make yeah. too much of it. But yeah. uh, that's funny. Did, did have you seen? Um, I did message yes, you in you the did. week actually about the, the, both the Gervais and the Chappelle standups. Are they good? Very good, very good. I think I think Gervais is better, but that's I suppose that's more my humor. And I, I don't get all the references to Chappelle because he references people, and I don't know who they. You know, the Americans so don't really necessarily know who they are. Um, but Chappelle starts with this joke, and it's it's about five minutes, and it's quite funny. But then he hits you with this punchline, and it's just, it's just, it's just like an immediate classic joke. It's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But yeah, I'd say Chappelle eight out of ten. Gervais, nine out of ten. He's, Gervais um, is so funny to me. I find him to be hilarious. He's so funny, but he he's got this great way of saying like the most offensive things, almost not not apologizing for it, but explaining right. that he doesn't mean it. And he has to do it now virtually every joke because you know people take things right. the wrong way, but he still manages to do it every time where it's funny the way he does it you know yeah no he's he's um, always i mean it's i tell you what i wish was was still free was his old podcasts my god yes his, they were great his podcasts yeah, yeah. i don't think i've ever yeah. laughed harder than listening to yeah. his old podcasts and him laughing oh. too he, he'd be giggling and yeah incredible oh he's a, he's head like a fucking genius. orange I mean, the yeah. whole thing, I mean, everything about it, when he would laugh, I mean, that's why when I try to get you to laugh, because you kind of laugh like that a little bit, but it's like, <laughs> I swear to God, his, his, I don't think his podcast, we got to pay for them, all of them, mm. they are like, they're unbelievable, it got to the point where I would listen to him all in, in a year, you know, every year I'd yeah. listen back to him, like, God damn, the guy is hilarious. Yeah. Well, he had a radio show. Right, I used to listen to and, that um, too. It, he was taken off air then because he was a little bit controversial for you know for radio at least, um, but yeah, absolute genius. But yeah, both both well worth watching. And I did see that um, Ricky Gervais tweeted um, Chappelle this week, didn't he? And said about the Oscars, we should host this together this year. Oh Imagine. God! <laughs> I tell you, I tell you. I mean, his his when he when Ricky Gervais did the Golden Globes, I mean that was about as good as it gets. I mean, that yeah, was about his, yeah. that's the only reason why I'd listen. <laughs> I, would, I, see, I keep clips of that, because he's done it for years, oh. hasn't he? And clips keep coming up all the time. He's just like, how he gets away with it. It's just, I, oh. My favorite one was, he was like, I like a drink. Uh, I like a drink as much as the next man, unless the next man is Mel Gibson. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so fun. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. so good. So good.
But so that's basically all I've watched over Christmas. I watched those two specials, uh, and that's really. I tried to do the Squid uh, Games, and I got depressed. I watched the first episode of Squid Games, and like seeing those old people try to run across, and their little ink dots blow up, and I was like, I don't know if I can take it. I don't know if I can take it. It's good. It is good. Yeah, I've been. What have I been? I've been. I've been watching sports. My, my wife got me for my yeah, birthday. Yeah. She got me um, two sports networks that I like, and it's been nice. so fun to focus on on not on politics and not on problems and and like the Knicks are doing so great. And I actually the funny thing is, is I text with Tomer Botner. He's usually watching mm. while I'm watching. I'll text with him, and then mm. I'll text with my high school friend that. He and I go, go to games together, and it's like I have I like watch with these two alter cockers, and it's it's just fun, you know. It, that is fun watching the games. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a positive thing to watch because um, I I just don't watch the yeah. news or really listen to the news anymore. And um, I'm working with uh, the producer who produced our records. I'm working with him. We're sort of managing another band, but they're from Japan. Wow. And they're coming over to record like next week and stuff. And um, so I'm speaking to Nick on WhatsApp, and we're, we're talking about. It and he said, "Oh, I, I said I'm not I'm not sure that things will be the same now after you know what's happened." All I'm right. Like, what do you mean? What's happened? He said, it was like three days ago. You haven't seen the news. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't you the know, I don't watch the news yeah. anymore. But yeah, but missing all these things, you know. But um, you know, it's probably. <sighs> I tell you, we should we yes. should end this on a positive note for to start the new year. We should. We should. Anything positive? Yeah, to say? I'm fired up. I'm 50 years old. Uh, my wife's about to turn 50. Where I'm taking her on a vacation. Uh, Fader and I's. Where are you we're going? Gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna take her to the beach somewhere. We want to go simple. We don't want to have to travel around too yeah, much. Yeah. I'm gonna take her to the beach. We're gonna celebrate our birthdays together. We're gonna with, with coconut drinks or something like that. I'm very positive about the way the company has gone. Uh, I feel uh, onward and upward with Fader Knives and everybody who's been with me. And David's been fantastic and and, uh, Allison and Tony. And I'm looking forward to the positive future. And I'm looking forward to the positive future of everyone. I I think it's important to start to really kind of like get a grip of your life. And I think about things too because I just went to get my eyes checked for the third third time time this year or, or whatever every three months i go because i'm gonna get glaucoma i'm getting it i'm gonna oh, have it mm. i'm gonna have glaucoma and the thing is if you catch it early they can save what you don't lose but if you lose it that's it so i'm right, trying okay, to get yeah. the most out of it because at some point i'm gonna be like blind as a bat and i might as well you know try to get it while i can hmm. so i'm opt- i'm very optimistic i'm very optimistic about 2024 and you know, good, I'm good. fired up about the future and trying to get in good shape and blah, blah, blah. That's a good yeah, man. attitude. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, with that, I think we should maybe call it a show. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you all for listening. We wish you all an amazing 2024. And, um, yeah, here's to uh, the All Beef Review 2025 next year. Bye for now. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland 
today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 